Well, hello, and welcome back to the Nerd Podcast. If this is your first time listening, that's the never-ending retro dialogue where we talk about nerd stuff. Uh, it's been a while since we got together because of the holidays and stuff. So uh, let's just, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, man? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? It was all right. I definitely ate too much. You know, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be past Christmas, yeah. too. So, so let's predict about how your Christmas will be. Oh, you know what? Christmases are always good, man. This is like, well, this is the ghost of Christmas future. Ooh, ooh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I predict too much eating and drinking. Yeah. Um, a lot of sitting on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my prediction. I have to start amping up my production because uh, I need to be making gifts this year, like for people who would appreciate them so mm-hmm. i need to start i need to start doing that but i need to really sit down and think about what everybody would want that's always the that's the real downer for the holiday season right all of a sudden it just seems like a job trying to find yeah. that, find that perfect thing that's right yeah so i need to i do have good news though about thanksgiving yes uh my i so if the viewers don't know this probably because it's never come but i have diabetes mm-hmm. and my a1c went down that's awesome which, yes which that's is good. awesome it went down by about two points which is a lot for me sweet i couldn't believe it because i had a lot of food on thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> but she said it wouldn't affect my a1c right now so well that's awesome man so yeah so Congrats. thank you so i just wanted to share that with everybody and if you have diabetes let me know in the comments. There we go. <laughs> let's let's share together. Uh, this is an important episode because it's our fifteenth episode, number fifteen, which is crazy to me. Yeah, because they're really just flying by. We're like a we're like a steady moving bullet train. That's right. That's right. Um, I forgot that I have a paper cut under my fingernail, so I'm just I just stopped myself from saying some expletives. <laughs> Yes, keep it G-rated. Let's yeah, go. I don't know how that happened. It happened at work last night, but it's like torture. Paper cuts are the worst. I get the cardboard cuts on oh my hands my from work, so I understand. So let's ease yeah. your pain. Okay. And what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about the history and evolution of video games. Awesome. Awesome. I've been looking forward to this this episode yeah there's there's some stuff that i didn't know about no i i definitely learned quite a bit too i thought i actually thought i i had a pretty good handle on all the gaming systems that were available um i knew there'd be a few that snuck in because you know there was a period where we didn't buy video game systems we were happy the ones we had yeah uh we weren't the type of family that went out and bought the new one every time the new one came out um, so originally I know we talked about how we were just going to discuss the systems we've actually played because they span enough years yeah. that it would do a pretty good, uh, snapshot of the yeah. evolution. But, and I, I know I already shared this with you, but, um, discovered something really weird yeah. and neat when I wanted to see kind of the timeline, I wanted to make sure that I had everything uh, in the right order. I was under the impression that either Coleco or Atari were the first video game systems. Right. I, I knew they were right there together, like 76, 77, yeah. right, right in there. They got eclipsed by four years by the Magnavox Odyssey. 
Right. Now, I'd never heard of this. I, I have never heard of the Magnavox Odyssey, have never seen a Magnavox right. Odyssey. I honestly thought that this article was making it... <laughs> it's like the Mandela effect, oh, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, if you guys don't know what the Magnavox Odyssey is like we didn't, uh, do yourself a favor, YouTube it, search it. It is just wild, but I'm going to do my best to try to describe this thing because okay. it, it was crazy. So the system, just your normal plane square system, almost looked like a spaceship, had a flat top, ran on 6C batteries, so it wasn't even electric powered. <laughs> um, you had two controllers that plugged into it, and it had to be two players. Oh, okay. Um, and then you had this really weird connector to connect a TV, um, like... It was very, it's super rare. I guess they're even harder to find now, of right. course. But, um, so despite that, you had the controllers were squares, and they had dials on the sides. And one dial made you move up and down, and the other dial made you move left to right. And then on the left and right dial, there was a smaller dial on there <laughs> where you could put English on the ball. Um, so, and that plays into it. So... You have that. The the initial game they call tabletop tennis. It's Pong. Right. It's basically Pong. And that's what you're playing. You stop there, and it's like, okay, this is a nice little fun first video game system, right? It's first one for at-home use. Right. Magnavox went extra. You had these vinyl clings that you put on your TV, depending on which game you would use. So you had these little cards that look like um, the inside of an NES cartridge, right? right? You, put, you push it in. Your system didn't even turn on until you push that in. And whatever number cartridge you put in would dictate the game that you played. So there was tabletop tennis. There, there was a, a racing game. There was a skiing game. There was... There was handball, and you had these clings that you would put on the TV so that you could maneuver. It would show you how to, to play it. And a lot. And then there was this one where you were like storming castles and stuff. And I don't know <laughs> if that was one of the extra ones, because eventually they ended up adding extra uh, digital games to, to plug into this. But you're still using the same ball that's going through <laughs> and playing this game. It was so weird. But like the castle one... There was a board game that went with it, and oh you had gosh. all your stuff set up, and so you would do your moves on the, the TV, but you had to correlate moves on the board game in order to play the thing wow. thoroughly. Just the most out there thing I've ever seen. That's multimedia. Yeah. Right there. Um, yeah, I had never heard of the Odyssey, uh, never... Uh, Never heard of anything like that. Thought thought Pong was the first. Why why table tennis? Because Pong was table tennis, and this was table tennis. What it's, what it's, about table tennis? It's got to be in in just a theory. I did not dive deep into that because I wonder. But I wonder the same thing. Here's my theory. Okay, sit with me, folks. It's the ease of it, right? You're literally you're talking the seventies. Yeah, that's and true. limited, you know, abilities. All you need are two characters on each side, blocks, right. and then one that moves. Okay. And then you've got the one line. So all you've got to be able to do is dictate 
three movements. Okay, that makes sense. So that that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. So, but think, we went from that to the games where you actually had people moving. Yeah. And things moving. It's just, it, because <laughs> I just, watch the YouTube videos is the, is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And there are a lot of different creators that made videos talking about the Magnavox Odyssey. It's, it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you love video games and history right. and seeing where we started to kind of where we went. What I thought was really interesting too, uh, the, the gentleman who created this system, now I don't know his exact age, but when, when I was kind of going through the biography, he looked like a fairly older gentleman that was creating this that you wouldn't, you know, correlate with creating something fun to yeah. be done well, at house on your... Maybe he was getting too old to play regular table tennis. May, oh, and he maybe. thought, wait a minute. I could do this. I could make I, it I virtual. could turn a dial. Yeah. My lord. It's, <laughs> I, it, it is ridiculous. So the Magnavox Odyssey actually started yeah. the at-home video game experience. It starts it all. And it was four years before Coleco came out. So Odyssey had a hold on the market for four years. <laughs> And then you get Coleco and then Atari 2600 right after that, which is, so I did not have a Coleco growing up. No. I had, I, but I did have an Atari okay. 2600 and we played the heck out of that thing. Um, my dad had just dozens and dozens and dozens of games. Yeah. Probably. Now, have you ever played an Atari 2600? I have not. So, I mean, obviously not the greatest graphics. Right. But for a kid that's six years old sure. playing this thing, I just thought it was the yeah. greatest thing in the world. Um, you know, fell in love with uh, asteroids on there. And then there was one called Missile Command, yep. Spaced Invaders. Oh, yeah. Um, I absolutely loved playing Pitfall on it. Oh, I, um, I played the, these games through. And so all know. of these have shown up in the later gaming yeah. systems in the the Narcom museum collections yeah. right the Activision collection um, or some of them have gotten reboots if you will yeah. like there's for the NES I recently bought a Super Pitfall for yeah. it um, so Frogger of course oh, yeah. Frogger was was huge in our house Frogger um, gives me anxiety yes <laughs> it, it um, we will still pop that in and and play it because uh, it's just it's just so fun. That music is just repetitive and annoying, <laughs> but it's great. Um, Super Breakout was another one that we played a lot. Um, oh my gosh, there's just so many. Um, some of the racing games, mm -hmm. but uh, I mean, for the longest time, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred was all I knew. Yeah. Um, but so you had the the Atari Twenty Six Hundred Seventy Seven and television came out in 1980 i did not play i again i didn't have an television mm -hmm. so i can't speak to it and then ColecoVision came out in 82 and then you had the atari 5200 that also came out in 50 or in 82 so that's like your whole early 80s yeah. late 70s early 80s we i remember our atari breaking oh no and and then dad just decided i'm not i'm not getting another one because 
by that time, by the time it broke, the 5200 and all them were out. I'm pretty sure the 7800 was about to come out. And and the games didn't. I don't think the games were compatible. Were compatible. They weren't interchangeable. And he's and for whatever reason he couldn't find a twenty six hundred, or he didn't care to try to yeah. find one. You know, these are before the days of Amazon right. and eBay, so you can't just hop oh, online and shudder to and, think. and find a replacement, right? Yeah. So it was a couple years or so after that broke, but then one year for Christmas. He gets the NES. Ooh. And then this is where things get real, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the NES, it's it's an experience, right? Yeah. Now, have you, again, not to belittle right. your, our age difference, but did you ever play an original NES an original system? An original one, no. Okay. So, anyone who's my age or, or has one still now will know the, the absolute pleasure of setting everything up, and then you grab out your cartridge. You know, you're getting your Donkey Kong Jr., or you're getting your Dr. Mario out, or your Mario 3, whichever one, Contra, right. for us. Um, bonus points for anyone who can, you know, comment the uh, the special code for Contra, <laughs> which I believe is the special code for any of uh, uh, that gaming, that game company's games. Uh, I believe uh, we have a mutual friend who has that tattooed on them. Oh, does he really? I believe so. If I remember correctly, that's the code. So he'll know. Well, Rain, <laughs> let us know. So yeah, so you get it. You push push it in. You push the cartridge down. You get the blue screen. It's just flashing back and forth. And you literally had to pull the cartridge out and blow into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's funny to think back now, but boy, talk about anxiety. You're just sitting <laughs> there. You want to you wanna play yeah. and you can't do it. And sometimes you do this for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the NES, Duck Hunt. I'm sitting here looking at all the yeah. NES games <laughs> I have over there. I mean, obviously, Techno Bowl's on there. Um, Hogan's uh, Hogan's Alley was fun. Um, there's just so many. Um, and what was great is we had a video game store, or well, a video store, and mm-hmm. you could rent games. Oh yeah, from there. So you know, just sit there and. Oh, I won't play this this weekend. And you just grab it. That way you're not paying, you know, the 25 30 sure. bucks for a game. Now, what year did the NES come out? 85. Wow. So, mid-80s. Yeah. Pretty pretty heavy time. Yeah. For American pop culture. Yeah. And, uh, so, was that like, so when the NES came out, was that like the zenith? We thought, like, we couldn't get any further than that. I know, I thought that. Yeah, in terms I, of I'm video si- games. When you're sitting there with this controller that had buttons, yeah. right? Because the Atari, you had a joystick that had one button. Yeah. It was just a joystick and a button. And then the paddle, you had a paddle oh, with yeah, a button. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you go to this controller that had A, B, and you had start and select, and then you had the cursor on there. Mm-hmm. You're just sitting there going, and, and you had these cords that were a little bit longer, and you're just like, what in the world is going on? And you could see this little plumber dude <laughs> going through this world, jumping on mushrooms yeah. and wow. <laughs> Koopa Troopers. And it was just, it it was so wild. Yeah. Well, it's funny because even by 1985, we've come a long way from the Odyssey. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's funny because the video games itself are an Odyssey. They... Wow. Look at you getting, <laughs> look at you getting deep, man. Yeah. So I wonder about the Odyssey yes. because we we never heard of it. So I wonder what it is about the Odyssey that was it just not widely available or like why did it get buried in history like the way it did? Cause... Right. It 
It's it's got to be one. It was the first one. Yeah. And all the bugs weren't worked out yet, yeah. right? People are still trying to develop these things. Two, I think the controllers, ease of play probably. Yeah, they didn't sound very. Yeah. I mean, you can get a, an Atari just a few years later, and you got a joystick moving yeah. people around. You can go up and down, left to right. Down. You know, you're hitting a button to make them jump. You're doing, I mean, you literally had a two-dimensional person jumping up on a vine, swinging over crocodiles, <laughs> jumping over, you know, campfires and snakes. And the Odyssey, you're literally just hitting a ball <laughs> back and forth, and you're using that same ball to do everything. Right. So... Innovative, yes, and groundbreaking, but obviously it just opened the door and let everything else in. Yeah, that's another Back to the Future moment where yeah. you're not ready for it, but your kids are going to love it. Your kids are So. More pop culture. Look at you. <laughs> Which, you know, I think Back to the Future came out in 1985, too. So. Yeah. And Back to the Future. The 80s, man. The 80s in general. I Obviously, I wasn't there, but man, the res like the the resonance that they have today still, the 80s, they really defined. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's so fun. One day, maybe we'll have to, like, fire up all the gaming systems yeah. and just to experience the difference in them. But, so not a huge... Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention something. Yeah, what? In the second generation, when the Atari first came out, here I go, guys, I wasn't looking at my notes. <laughs> The handheld consoles became famous. So you had oh, like yeah. the you had the handheld football game yeah. and you had a basketball game where all oh, you've got is this little red right. dot and you're doing things. My my uh, grandparents had two or three of those, and whenever I go to visit, man, I wanted to get my hands right. on those things because it was just so neat. Yeah. We didn't have that at home. Oh my gosh! And and now you go to to toy shows or uh, gaming uh, cons. And you'll always find a table that's got some of those for sale, or they've reproduced them. Yeah. And so they're they're new again. Yeah. We had some of those. They were obviously newer than that, because this was like the late 90s. But I really remember like the, the sports ones, and then there was like a fishing one that I used mm-hmm. to play a lot, even though I don't like sports or fishing very much. So I was like thrilled to play those for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Too funny. How do you play a fish on one? Um, I think you just reel it in. Oh, okay. I think you just tap the button. I don't remember seeing the fish one. It, it was like a it was like a nineties thing, I yeah. think. So we had a lot of the as we got older, uh, and the handheld games started taking off, even the pocket ones, you we would get like uh slot machine. Yeah. Pocket slot machine games yeah. or blackjack or, oh, or yeah. and whatnot. Uh Texas Hold'em. Um so that was fun. Yeah, there's another one I think we had was Texas Hold'em. Yeah. Getting you ready for gambling while you're yeah. Young. Well, you, you've got to start early. <laughs> Life's a gamble, man. Oh, you see, I can get philosophical you, you too. You got to know when to hold them. Though. You do, yeah. Walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so, NES. We had the NES for for quite a while, and eventually, it died too. Oh man! And um, right right after it died, I had a buddy. Um, who had a Sega Genesis. Okay. And he had gotten, his parents had gotten him the next system. 
So he didn't want the Sega Genesis anymore. Oh. And, and he, he said he didn't like it, so he asked if I wanted it. So I said, absolutely. And so I uh, got the Sega Genesis. So that's where the Sega Genesis is where I got introduced to Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. Um, which, if the history buffs don't know, if there's no history buffs in the, in the audience, uh, Mortal Kombat 3 especially... Um, huge uproar over that because oh, yeah. it actually started to show blood on the screen. And so, you know, parents were screaming from the tops of the mountains that, you know, we, we've got to stop this. Yeah. You know, this is this is terrible. <laughs> well, look at Mortal Kombat now. <laughs> and, and I was going to say, look at the video games now. My goodness. Mortal Kombat heard your screams and they just went harder. Yeah. They said, okay, hold, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. But yeah, so the Sega Genesis, it, it was. I didn't have a lot of games for it though, so yeah. I had I had Mortal Kombat for it. I had Super Techno Bowl, of course, and and I played the heck out of that. That right. is like still one of my all time favorite games to play, um, because it you actually started to it saved things. Oh like, yeah, I I could have a season and see how I did. Yeah, um, which was which was really cool. Nintendo didn't do that. Right. You you just played. And you turned it off and you were done. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was like you lost everything. So you just you kept playing on yeah. the Nintendo, whereas the Sega I could just stop. So you know I had a baseball game for it and, and oddly enough I had a Monopoly game. So I oh. would play Monopoly on I didn't know they made that for Sega. Yeah. And there was actually a Monopoly game for Nintendo I found. Oh, um, when I go shopping at some of the, yeah. the retro gaming stores. Um, but right after the Sega Genesis, you have a Super Nintendo. Now, I did not have a Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I had the plug-and-play one that they came out with yeah. a few years later. Um, again, I had the Sega Genesis. Dad didn't want to buy a new system, so we just kind of stuck with that. But then I do want to mention... Game Boys came out the same time yeah, that I the did, Sega Genesis did. I didn't know that yeah. until you told me. That was an interesting because I thought Game Boys were older. I mean, younger. Yeah, that. you know, I thought they came out. Yeah, I thought so too. But boy, it, it the thing I saw said eighty nine. Wow. Which which I wish I could remember that clearly. Yeah. I do remember wanting one. Yeah. For Christmas for a few years. And and not getting it. <laughs> Did you ever get a Game Boy? I have never had a Game Boy. Uh, when I go to the retro gaming stores uh, there in in Seabus, yeah, I'm tempted. Yeah, because especially with the original Game Boy, the system isn't all that expensive to yeah. buy used, and the games aren't either for the most part. I just withhold that. I try to have a little willpower because <laughs> I try to wonder what I would actually right. do with it besides just add it to my... Well, at this point, yeah, it's for the collection. It's for the collection, right? I, now, don't tell me that you wouldn't buy a Magnavox Odyssey if you found it. Oh, I absolutely would. <laughs> I don't think I would pay very much for it. I mean, I don't know what a Magnavox Odyssey's you know resale value yeah. on the market is, but I can say with 100% certainty, if I came across one... And someone wanted twenty five bucks yeah. for it. I would absolutely buy. It. I might even pay forty dollars for it, oh. just to say that you have a Magnavox yeah. Odyssey. And but here's the thing: I don't have a tube TV anymore mm, yeah. in the house. That's so true. then I'm having to go to Goodwill or you know some other secondhand store and buy myself a ten dollar. <laughs> 
tube TV just so I could hook it up yeah. once and and be disappointed in life. Yeah. Well, maybe we don't. Maybe we just buy one, keep it in the museum. Oh, there we go. And and don't worry about. So. So when Sharon asks, what's this doing in the loft? Yeah. I can say it was Jordan's idea. Yeah, that okay. sounds great. <laughs> oh, now, have, did you guys ever have a Super Nintendo or... or... I I never played one, but I want to say my older brother had one. Because no. he's about... He's older than me. He's okay. About, he's close to 10 years older than me. Um, so I think he was playing that before I was around. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I... Unfortunately, it was not something. I do think at one point my dad rebought an NES. Okay. But, boy, that may have been after I moved to college because he still had all the Nintendo games. Mm. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to ask my mom and sister. Um, so the next generation is where I start getting into new systems again, and so this generation is from '93 to 2006. And this is where you see the Sega, Sega Saturn mm-hmm. did not have one. No. I don't know hardly anything about the Sega Saturn. I think I might have played one a couple times. Like, there was, like, maybe at, well, you remember Pepe's Playhouse. Yeah, yep. I think they had Saturns. Oh, okay. They at least had a PlayStation 1. Now, Saturns used a CD, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I just remember playing Sonic on it, I think. Gotcha. So... The other two that were big that came out, I played. You had the PS1. Yep. Um, and then you had the N64. Okay, yeah, the N64 is the first system I remember owning. Gotcha. So I did not personally have one, but I had friends that did. Yeah. And so the only thing I could tell you I remember about the N64 is playing GoldenEye. Yeah. That was well, like that's a big one. For that everyone. was that was the big one, right? Um, I want to say, was there a Donkey Kong Country that came yeah, out for I the N64? So. or so. it was, There was some kind of Donkey Kong yeah. Country or Diddy Kong or... Something. It was definitely... Yeah, because... And then... Well, did you ever play Mario 64? That was another big one. No. Oh, that was a big one. We played that all the time, but we never... I never got anywhere in the game. I just did the same stuff over and over again. <laughs> uh, and N64 was a lot of... A lot of good childhood memories for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Star Fox was like the first big one I remember playing on there. John, okay. My brother John loves Star Fox to this day. Um, and there was like all these crazy games. Like Banjo-Kazooie was on the N64. Did you ever play that one? Mm-mm. Oh, man. That one is... Do you know what Banjo-Kazooie is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So... I love Banjo-Kazooie. It's really hard, though, so I never got anywhere. I'm not very good at video games, but um, I've gotten better, but some of those old games are just, like, impossible. Yeah. Well, so, and that's what's funny about going back to the old games um, with with my kids. Yeah. Because um, they're so used to, they only know yeah. the newer systems. Um, I'm trying to think. They probably like the 360 might be the first one they remember maybe i had the xbox well no the first xbox probably is the first system they'll remember so huge difference between the xbox and yeah just the nes yeah um so when when i acquired an nes from a friend and we played mario for the first time it was just wild yeah they were just they were having so much fun but they were just like what in the world? It's funny to see them try to or struggle with the diagonal jumps on some of the games oh, or whatnot. Yeah. Because, you know, we all had that struggle. Yeah. And they're just so used to, you know, with the, the newer gaming systems. It's like, oh, 
wait, you just do this. It's yeah. like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that I would like to maybe... I don't know if I'll get heat for this. Uh-oh. But the thing about the N64 that I couldn't quite wrap my head around was the controller. Mm-hmm. Having three legs, basically. Yeah. How do you hold it? Yeah. <laughs> I... I I always wonder what the thought process. Yeah. Was. Even now, when I go into the stores and I look at old N64s and I just see that controller, I'm like, "What? Yeah. What? Why? It makes yeah. no sense." Now you know what I never realized. I never looked this up, but why? Why did they call it the 64? Uh, you know what? I don't know either. Hmm. And I I did not get any definitive. Yeah. Answers on that. Because it was definitely. Not 1964. It was so. not 1964. <laughs> it wasn't 64 bits. Hmm, I wonder why. So we'll have to look it up after the show and we'll have to yeah, we'll get our research and turn yeah. on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then so we never owned a PlayStation One, but I did play that one. Okay. And the thing that I want to talk about PlayStation One was Resident Evil. Oh, I was just going <laughs> I was just about to talk about Resident Evil, so yeah. I was very young. Uh-huh. And we were over at a friend's house and the dad was playing Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I played it, but I definitely remember being so scared. Yes. When the zombie, the first zombie shows up in the hallway mm-hmm. or whatever. And, um, my God, you know, they've remastered it several times by now. So it's like, it looks much better. But, like, there's just something about that first. I had never been scared by a game before. Yeah. Until I played that yeah. one. That game. So obviously I was I was a lot older when that came out. I'm trying to think I think I was out of high school when I got my PS1. Mm-hmm. Um and I I had my adult money and yeah. and went to the mall and picked up a bundle and and you know and I had all the normal games first, right? And at the time I don't think we had another gaming system in the house besides I still had my Sega. I held on to that for ever. I started buying all these games, and I bought Resident Evil Director's Cut yeah. one night, and it was so funny because it was a, uh, a stormy night, and I'm pr- I'm sure I've told you the story oh, a thousand times, <laughs> but it was storming, and it's late at night. It's like midnight when yeah. I'm playing it for the cool. first time, and you've got these zombies going through, and I am literally holding on to that controller like it's <laughs> with with just pure intent of not dying. Yeah, and I. Can't Unfortunately, my character did keep dying. Oh, yeah. So I'm just playing it over and over again. And there's that one scene in the hallway where those zombie hell dogs yeah. come through. So at this point, my mom has woken up to me, like, screaming at this game. <laughs> oh, my God. And she comes in, and she sees me playing. She goes, what in the world are you doing? And and I swear, as soon as a flash of lightning hits and lights <laughs> up my room, this hell dog comes through the window Comes busting through towards my character. I'm trying to shoot it. She jumps oh through God. her skin, almost through the ceiling, and just goes right back to bed. She goes, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> One of the best moments ever. It was absolutely hilarious. But my dad and I spent hours. Yeah. We would just take turns playing it. We'd be sitting in my room, and and I'd go through, and and it, you would play until you died or until you got through a level and then we would just switch yeah. and then the next next person would take over and um it's just that game was just so dying it was it was just like nothing oh, i'd yeah. ever played before and and yeah it really did a lot for survival horror i mean it's basically the game that is i think 
measures. Yes. Her. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'll tell you what scarred me even more. Like, this, I was younger than when, so, I mean, I wasn't much younger when this happened, or much older when this part happened, So, but I must have been more developed in my brain or whatever, but uh, I was playing. I think that's why I remember. And mm-hmm. on the N64, I was playing Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2, yep. And there is a point where one of those liquor things comes yep. on, yep. it jumps out of the ceiling. <laughs> and that has scarred me for life. Yeah. And I think I remember that because I was playing, whereas I was watching somebody play on Resident Evil 1. Nice. Oh, my God. So I just bought Resident Evil 2, the the remastered the remake, remake yeah. for uh, my PS4. Yeah. And I popped it in to uh, just see. And let me tell you that that feeling that I had when playing that for the first time. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh my God, that gas station scene. It's just like, oh my gosh, what in the world? I've only played like, I literally only played until I got to the cop station, which is at the very beginning. Because I just wanted to see if the gameplay was okay and whatnot. But I, st- I had that feeling, that angst, that, oh, my yeah. gosh, what's going to happen? Oh Because oh. in the remaster, those zombies, my gosh, man, they look good. They look good. It's funny because now that we're talking about it, a lot of my early core memories of, for video games are around Resident Evil. Because Resident Evil 3 Nemesis was also a big one we played mm-hmm. a lot for PlayStation 1. Even though we never had it, we would just play, we would just go over to our friend's house and play it. Sure. So I have a lot of memories of that, and that's a horrifying one because Nemesis is so scary. I don't, know not, I don't think I ever played uh, three. Okay. So I'll three, have to. three actually takes place during the same day that two takes place, but it's a different story. Okay. So instead of Leon, you're Jill Valentine from the first one. Okay. And Nemesis is this gigantic monster that's hunting down former Stars members, and there's just some horrific death scenes. Nice. I'll have to look for that. I remember playing that and just being like, yeah, so two and three are really etched into my my memory. That's awesome. Resident Evil is, yeah, still one of my all-time favorite games. It's just great. Um, I do have to talk about one other thing. So PS1, one of my favorite PlayStation games is Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. Love Crash Bandicoot. Dad, again, Dad and I would play that for hours. It was a nice kind of change of pace from Resident yeah. Evil. <laughs> so, the, so here's something weird, though. So I have purchased, on I want to say at least four, but I think more, different occasions, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot for PS1 okay. at, at retro gaming stores. Yeah. Different ones, too. Not the same store. Get them home. I beat level one. I go to level two, it freezes the game. Oh, geez. Every single one. And we we I take it back and they're like, I don't understand. Everything looks good, but it will not work. So I gave up on the dream of having Crash Bandicoot for PS1 and they have released the the remastered yeah. versions of it. So I bought it for my, my Xbox One. Um and was playing on that and obviously it's awesome. But it's like it was so weird. That's the only one I've had issues with hmm. every other PS one game that I've bought for the system. I don't have issues with. Wow! Crash Bandicoot freezes every time after the first level. That's cruel. Yeah, fate. So mean. Crash um, Bandicoot's such a fun game. Now, Crash Bandicoot's like notoriously hard, though, right? I remember it being pretty hard as a kid. So, for me, it was the depth perception, okay, right, with yeah. some of the jumps. Once I got back into the swing of it, I mean, Dad and I. I don't know that we ever. I think we beat it. I think we got to the end. 
But I mean, it took us a while. Yeah. I mean, it it. But man, it was so much fun. I mean, you just have a blast with yeah. it. That's all the. Yeah. I. It's so. What's funny is so. After the PS One, I start getting kind of into this groove where. I had less free time. Yeah. So, I was more drawn to games that I didn't have to have campaigns with. Mm, yeah. So I really got into the sports games. I had always liked the sports games, but it's nice just throwing in Madden. Yeah. And I could play a game of football right. and be done. Um, you know, I was the guy who, with Grand Theft Auto, I, I never did any of the missions. I just went around raising Kane. Yeah. And um, so I really start making that transition. It just, I don't know. And maybe it was because around that same time, by this point, you know, I'm in college, I'm doing this. Yeah. Dad's working a different job. Because um, me and him, would we would play these games all the time together. And it just wasn't as prevalent. Yeah. And especially once I moved to Columbus, um, I really just started focusing more on the sports and and then the games that didn't necessarily take like Red Dead and stuff. Oh, that yeah. I mean, you could play that forever and still have fun even though you're not like advancing right. super into the game. So gosh, now I forgot where we're at. Oh, we're in we're we're almost to the new millennium now. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where you actually get quite a few that come out at this time. And I only had two of them. Uh, you got the Dreamcast that comes out from Sega. Played that one a little bit. Uh, I never played. Didn't know anyone that had it. Yeah. PS2. Now, I did not have a PS2, but I knew people had it. And now I have a PS2. That is a huge one. No. PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. That's like, that is my childhood right there. Nice. What's your go-to game for the PS2? Oh, my God. There were so many good ones. Um... We played a lot of, probably the one that I played the most with John was uh, Boulder's Gate. Okay. Which was a Dungeons and Dragons video game. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, did we play that game. We played it so much. What's the, what? so is it like Dungeons and Jag- Dragons where you're... Yeah, I you. it's not like you, I think in the second one you could make your character, in the first one you were just like one of three characters. Okay. But I think in the second one you could make your character, and then you had... All these quests to go on. Okay. And there was like a big villain you had to fight at the end. That was probably the game we played the most because that's the one that's like, that's the first one that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of, and they're kind of, it gets a little jumbled with me with like Xbox and PlayStation 2. Yeah. Because um, were those at the same time? They or? were, yes. Yeah. They were literally a year apart. Yeah. It gets a little jumbled because, like, especially that's at the time when they start making games for different, same game for different platforms yes so for different consoles so uh but xbox and playstation 2 were and the xbox was cool and i think you could do it on playstation 2 though also but you could play music yes that was really cool that that was an awesome that was a neat little added so i did not have a ps2 like i said um i had a friend by the time these are coming out um i had a friend who worked at the time for microsoft oh and so, just based on that, I went ahead and got the Xbox. Yeah. Because then she could get me, I gave her like, I, I want to say I gave her like 40 or 60 bucks and she gave me like this handful of games wow. that she could get. Um, so, th- yeah, I became, 
that was that was what started me on the Xbox because up to that point it, it had been all PlayStation. Yeah. I still loved playing my PlayStation because in our basement when we first married, I had a PlayStation room. I had a TV that the PlayStation was hooked up to, and then I had a TV that the Xbox was hooked up to. Yeah. Why I didn't have them both together, yeah. don't ask me. <laughs> but um, I think at the time I thought it was fun that if someone wanted to play Xbox, they could, and yeah. if someone wanted to play PlayStation, they could. Um, but yeah, so oddly enough, one of my first favorite games for the Xbox was a tennis game. Oh, it was gosh. called. <laughs> it was called Top Spin. Okay, I remember but, that game. But Dad and I would play that constantly yeah it was just so much fun we would do that we would play some golf games obviously i had man too um i'm trying to think of some some xbox games i really love um you had um the ultimate alliance i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that came out on xbox marvel ultimate alliance was that yeah i think the first one did Um, right at the tail end yeah so we had that i had i had red dead revolver yeah um i had uh, a couple of the grand theft auto games um, like I said, I'm pretty sure it's for the Xbox. Gosh, boy, talk about being jumbled together. I had a Soul Calibur game. Yeah. But it was Soul Calibur and Spawn was one of the nice. extra characters yeah. on it. I want to say that was Xbox. Maybe that was 360. Now I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, God, that was great. That yeah. was so much fun. Um, the fighting games were always fun, too, because, again, you could just pop it in. Play for a little bit yeah. and then then go on, um, but yeah. So those two were out at the same time, and that's also the same year the GameCube came oh, out. Oh, the GameCube, loved the GameCube. So again, I did not have a GameCube. Okay. We had we played a lot of fun games. They made a lot of fun games for the GameCube. Okay. Nintendo always makes fun games, you know. Uh, but uh, Super Mario or uh, Mario Sunshine was a really, really, really fun one. Um, I'm kind of blanking on more GameCube games that I played, but. That's like the first one that comes to my mind. Okay. I actually was tempted this past uh, Black Friday shopping season. Someone, one of the retro gaming system uh, stores, had a GameCube bundle oh, cool. on sale for like 75 bucks. It's like you get the GameCube, two controllers, and some games. And I'm yeah. like, I never had a GameCube. It's like, huh. But I'm sitting there going, what What would I do with it? Well, I, you know, know. I mean, I would play it, we obviously. Played a but... lot of, we played a lot of Mario Party on that. Game okay. Too, so that would be fun. Interesting. Well, yeah. maybe if they do that sale again before Christmas, I'll yeah. take advantage of it because that'd be fun. But the Game Boy Advance came out at the same yeah. time too, which now again, so I never had original Game Boy, mm-hmm. didn't have a Game Boy Advance. So my knowledge of the handheld systems is limited, but from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, the Game Boy Advance, you could play both games yes. on it, right? As but I the recall. Game Boy Advance was... Was the was the monitor different, or um, or is it just the fact that you could play any game in it? It was built different. It was because it's 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 hor- more of it's a, horizontal, yeah, it's right? Horizontal, yeah. Um, and I think it was in color, right? Whereas the well, game they had was... a so there's different ones. I saw that there's a Game Boy Color too. Yeah, okay. And then there's just a Game yeah, Boy Advance. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So the Game Boy Advance was more advanced because yeah. the graphics were better and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're still handheld, but. We actually had a Game Boy Advanced um, adapter for the GameCube. Okay. So we could. Pl- so I never had an advanced game. I never had a Game Boy, but I had an adapter, so I could play. I played a lot of Dragon Ball Z that way. Interesting. Now, at some point, I know I didn't put it in here, but I'm pretty sure Sega had a handheld yeah, gaming system. Did. 
because and I know I've seen it at the gaming stores too. But um, yeah, I've the Game Boy Advance has been the one that I've been tempted to buy yeah. just because you could buy that, and then it doesn't matter what game. Yeah. You buy. Yeah, they also had like a micro Game Boy. You remember those? Yes. They were like tiny. Tiny. Oh. Oh, kids. <laughs> Lucky kids. I was I was a kid at that point, so I was tempted to buy one, but I never had my own money. So, mm-hmm. so the the next generation, we only I only wrote down three big ones. Uh, you got the first one that came out was Xbox three hundred and sixty. Yeah, huge part of my childhood. Which which I had um, again. So my I still had my Xbox and PlayStation, and they were working just fine. A buddy of mine, the way I got the three hundred and sixty, he got the red ring of death oh and um anyone who has had a 360 knows what i'm talking about and so he gives it to me because he's like well if you if you want to pay to have it fixed there you go that's a, a cheap way to get a an xbox yeah and he ended up getting a uh one with a bigger memory or or something or other or it was a special edition one and so i i literally i called them up and explained the situation. I had all of his purchase information, but I told them, look, I I did not buy this. I, I, I got this from my friend. It has this going on. And they're like, they still fixed it. Oh, wow. All I had to do was pay for the shipping. They didn't charge me for the fix. Nice. Even though I, didn't, I wasn't the original buyer, but it was still under the warranty. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and then... So the 360, I thought was neat. You really could start getting bigger memory banks for yeah. those things. Um, so my niece has the 360 right now, and but the last one I had for that was like a 250 gigabyte yeah. um, memory hooked up to it. Did not have a PS3. Yeah, we um, had we had Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 and a Switch. Is that ooh. the third one? No, Switch doesn't come out until oh, no, the sorry, next not generation. A, Switch, a Wii. Oh yes, Wii's in this one too. So. Yeah, so we had all three. Nice, nice. Yeah, or maybe like my brother had, maybe like Justin had the Switch or the Wii, and yeah, John had the PlayStation 3, and I had the Xbox 360. It was something like that. Sure. But we played a lot of Xbox 360, and the thing with the Xbox 360 was that's when you really get the advent of online. Yes. Which I didn't play too much, but I did play Call of Duty for a while. Yes. Halo. Yeah. I played a lot of Halo in college online mm-hmm. with my friends. We'd just be cross campus. I, I I have to say that is my favorite. That's my favorite part about all of it. Now, we also had Ultimate Alliance 2 for the 360, oh, yeah. which uh, by that time, my kids were old enough. And, I mean, the three of us would just... We would play that nonstop. Yes, we loved Ultimate Alliance. It's and and I have Ultimate Alliance two over there for uh, the PS two, which so it's funny. We start playing it, and it's different play for the PlayStation than mm. it was for the Xbox. Interesting. We're sitting there watching it, and why it's like I don't remember the story being like this. Yeah. And, and so there was a few changes, which I thought was interesting. Or maybe we're both just suffering from the Mandela effect. <laughs> oh, no. But but Call of Duty and the online gaming was the ultimate uh, joy for someone who just wanted to, to put the game in, yeah. play, and just and just have fun. Yeah. Right, you didn't have to worry about the 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 campaign. You didn't have to worry about this. Literally, just get on. You get on a map. You know, it's one team versus the other. What and and you just go. Yeah. And it was absolutely to this day. That's why I like Call of Duty. And I and I know 
it gets a lot of grief for being stale and it's the same game over and over and I mean, yes. <laughs> it's they're not wrong, but what's nice about them is I can just suit up if you will. Yeah. And and then you're just going out and playing war. Yeah. It it's 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 just nice and not have to worry about it. Yeah, those were fun games. The only thing was I was never good at them online. And so Oh. So everybody was like killing me all the time. I'm like, this sucks. I'm not gonna <laughs> I I will have to admit it took me a long time to get yeah better at it. And I, then of course my boy just lapped me. <laughs> to watch him play games online is just it, or any game. I, I it's guess amazing. My thing is I'm more story driven. I'm the opposite of you, I'm more story driven. Yeah. That's why games like Fallout and Red Dead Redemption get me. Mm-hmm. Uh which those are two of my favorites. And they and you know, the first one came out for Playstation Three, uh, Red Dead Redemption, I think. And um the first and Fallout Three came out for three sixty and and uh Playstation Three and that is oh my gosh. If mm-hmm. you've never played Fallout it's a great. I mean, it's amazing. Okay. If you like Skyrim and stuff like that, you'll like Fallout. I'll have to give that a look. Um, we also had a Wii. Yeah. So we we bought that um, one Christmas for the kids, and it was kind of a a, uh, a joint effort. When when my dad <laughs> when my uh, when my dad found out we were buying the Wii, he told me he goes, "Okay, that's then don't buy this," and. He bought Mario Kart for the kids. Nice. And not only did he buy Mario Kart for the kids, he bought steering wheels. <laughs> Those um, are cool. And and we still have them. And the amount of hours that the kids spent playing with Dad, we would bowl, we would play tennis, Mario Kart uh, nonstop. Um, it was just so neat. And, and even... Um, even when he was uh, in his last year, when he had the energy, he would play um, games with them. And and then when he didn't have the energy, he would just sit there and watch them yeah. play. And it was just, I don't know, it was just, it, it was it was so neat to see how much he enjoyed watching them enjoy themselves. And then, you know, if they did something cool, they'd ask him if they saw it and stuff. And yeah. um, I don't know, it's just... It's one of those things where, you know, I know a lot of people bash video games, but, um, you know, video games will always be time spent with my dad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can't you can't put a price on that. Well, and I think the Wii was especially good for that because the Wii yeah. was a, such a family console. Yes. Because the games were like, they were multiplayer. Because now you don't get a lot of co-op. You get a lot of online play, but yes. like the co-op, the couch co-op isn't really there as much. No, correct. But we was like, oh, we do Wii Sports, we do Wii Carnival, we do all this. Oh, Wii Carnival. Wii Carnival, yes. yeah. You create a meme, you just go to town. So yeah. yeah, that's really, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. We, yeah, sorry. Um, sorry. Um, so yeah, the next generation. Uh, you had the Wii U came out. Not very well received. Not very well received. All <laughs> we'll say about that. Yep. Uh, then you have the Switch. Ah, oh, my favorite. Um, which my boy has. I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure he bought that with his own money. Uh, so that was when he got his job. He his first goal was he wanted to buy nice. a Switch, and he's got one. Absolutely loves it. Uh, it's actually in the desk of games right now. You had the Xbox One of course, came out yeah. the same time as the PS4. 
which I have both of. Yeah. <laughs> PS4, we got a few. So the PS4, it's funny. It We bought it because it was on sale. It was, you know, Black Friday sale yeah. a couple years ago or whatever. Or maybe more than a couple years ago. We kind of bought it because, you know, you can play Blu-ray in it. You can yeah. do this. You can do that. So it's it, it, at the time, it wasn't just a video game system. It was kind of a uh, all-in-one entertainment system. And then when one of our DVD Blu-ray players broke, we, we moved it yeah. <laughs> to that room. And that's why it's down there. Right. Because originally it was up here. Um, but... Um, yeah, and then the Xbox One. I mean, again, it's just it's. I'd have to say I'm trying to think what my favorite game on on the newer systems are. I love the Injustice games. Oh, those are amazing. The the Injustice games are absolutely just fantastic. Again, and I tell you, I that's one of the few that of the newer games where I really got into the 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 campaign yeah and that was so much fun yeah uh, especially the second one but yeah Wyatt and I would play those forever of course he kicks my butt in them <laughs> um you know we've got we've got the the cold or the Call of Duty games which I love um and then the sports games which I yeah. still enjoy playing but uh, try look because there's some over there that are Wyatt's and it's like what's what's going on over there. <laughs> But uh, the new Doom game that we got for oh, that was play that. is really good, so it was kind of yeah. neat. And, and then the PS4, like I said, for the longest time I didn't have a yeah. lot of stuff for it. Yeah. So it's it was more, you know, I had a baseball game for it, which is what I played mostly. I could be downstairs on my day off, and I could just play some baseball. Yeah. And um, and then Wyatt bought a few games for it, um, and now it's just slowly. We've added games as we've seen them on sale and stuff, especially uh, if he wants to take the Xbox to college with him. Oh. And it's kind of like I'm struggling with, you know, well, what do I do? Right. Uh, but I've got the PS4, so there we go. Yeah. And, you know, I've got all these other video right. game systems. Just a few. Just, I've just got a few. Uh, I mean, I don't have a ton. I know, I am very aware there are guys, I've seen the videos where these dudes have like, you know, 30 gaming oh, systems yeah. on a wall hooked up to six different TVs, <laughs> and um, which is awesome. But uh, I'm quite content with my, I think I've got four or five systems under the desk, and then I've got my two new ones, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and we have a blast. We're never short of, of games to play. Right. Um, you know, like I said, super. I, could, I still put in Super Techno Bowl probably <laughs> at least couple times a month where I'll just I'll play it for a couple hours and just have fun. Um the Sonic games are fun and yeah. the Mortal Kombat's. But yeah, do you have any new games that you absolutely love? Uh so cuz we don't talk about video games that much. Yeah, we really don't. I don't play them as much anymore. Ever since college I haven't really played them very much. My my favorites are are Fallout Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption 2 is beautiful. Mhm. Have you played that one? I have not okay. yet, but I plan on getting it's, it for the PS4. It's so good. Um, and then there's a game called Deadly Premonition that's they remastered for the Switch, which is very Twin Peaks inspired. Okay. So it's like one of my favorites of all time. Uh, Interesting. They made a sequel just for the Switch, so they remastered the first one. Okay. Uh, and it's very it's a very weird video game. It's okay. Very very surreal. So those those are my big go to. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because I, I like I said I really am more of a story person. 
Well, I'll have to let you know how Evil West is, because oh, I, yeah, I recently got that for the PS4, and uh, have yet to have yet to, to play it. But, um, yeah, that's, that's more story-driven, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. I should mention this one game. Yes. John and I play it all the time. There's like five or six of them. Mm-hmm. It's called Earth Defense Force. Okay. Just It's like Starship Troopers, basically. You're okay. just killing giant bugs. That's the whole story. And what's that on? It's uh, it's across the platforms. The first one, I think, was on PlayStation 3, but we have it on PlayStation 5 now. Earth Defense Force. Yeah. Okay. You can get it on PlayStation 4, but if you just want, like, mindless, like, oh, I just want to play video games for, like, 20 minutes, just mindless bug killing. Interesting. So is that a co-op, or is it multiplayer? Yep. Yeah, you or can do it... co-op. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Earth Defense Force. There's, like, five or six variations. I think the fifth one is the newest one. Uh, and it's, it's a good, bad video game. Oh, well. So you would love it. That's, that's our thing, right? Yeah. Well, if you, if you end up, I think we have them digitally, so I don't know that I could bring it over, because I think we just download them. So if you end up sure. downloading it, we can just play it. Okay. I'll like, have to look for that. This is crazy. I, I love it. Yeah. Downloading game. So, there. Yeah. Let, let's talk about the evolution. We're, we're, we're getting close to the end. So we started... By putting this cartridge right. into this thing, and we get two two squares hitting another square yeah. back and forth, and now we can don't even need a disc. Right, we're just in the Ethernet. Right, in, in the in the workings of the interwebs. Yeah, you're just buying this game, and it's getting sent to your console yeah. and you're playing it. That's like ninety nine percent of how I play the Switch. I just download the game. That's isn't that something though? I can let let me tell you. This is the old man in me coming out. When I trans, when I went from the Xbox three hundred and sixty to the Xbox One. Yeah. Okay, and it's it's Christmas Day. I knew I had bought the Xbox One. No one, the wife Sharon knew. Yeah. The kids had not yet, and we open it up, and and why it's just like ah, and. It's like, okay, let's download, let's, or not download. Right. I didn't know that that was a thing yet. Yeah. I did not know. Let's put the game in. I pop the disc in, and then all of a sudden, it goes, boop. It'll take 59 minutes to download yeah. your game. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and I thought I did something wrong. Yeah. So I took the disc out, put it back in, and now the thing's getting mad at me. I had to call my nephew up, and I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing wrong? He goes, what do you mean? He starts laughing. He goes, you got to download the game. But I've got the disc. <laughs> yeah. That was that was my old man yeah. get out of my yard moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was so upset with the whole gaming industry yeah. for that day. Because I didn't want to do anything but put the disc in, play some Call of Duty, play some... I, I bought like four or five games. Yeah. And <laughs> I couldn't. We literally had to, we, we started downloading games, and then, of course, after I downloaded the games, I found out that my memory was almost used up already, right. so I had to buy an external hard drive to hook up to my Xbox One. So yeah. That... <laughs> it's like, what? It's a disc. Why can't I just put the disc in and play the game? Why does it need to download? Old man yells at cloud. Mm, I was. Uh, and there we go, guys. Full circle. Full we went circle. from we went from a cartridge to bigger cartridges to little shiny discs to discs that need to talk to a computer and download before you can play. Yeah. And now you can just 
don't even, don't need, even to need to it. own a physical yeah. copy of the game. You just play it. Evil West was the first pure purchase anyways, because I did get some free ones from yeah. Xbox with their Xbox wow. Live. Yeah. But yeah. First one. That's cool. And that's going to be right up your alley. So I can't wait. If anyone doesn't know what Evil West is, you're literally a cowboy fighting monsters. You're part of... You're kind of like... It's like Van Helsing meets Wild Wild West. Oh, what more can you ask for? Uh, nothing <laughs> is is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My gosh, what a wild ride. What an odyssey, yeah. Yes. Up and down. Roller coaster ride. <laughs> there, what an odyssey. we didn't even mention uh, PC gaming. We did not even mention PC gaming. Here's what I'll say about PC gaming really quick. I did not do a lot of it. Yeah, I, I haven't either. John, um, John does more of it. My first... First PC game I played was at my uncle's house. He had bought a computer, first one in the family, if I remember right. And there we were at Christmas. And him, my dad, myself, and my grandpa were trying to play golf on a computer. <laughs> and that was wild Yeah. to watch my grandpa try to yeah, operate the I computer. Bet. That was fun. Um, now, we've got a mutual friend that that's all he does is PC gaming. Okay. And look, I get the allure of it. I guess I was bitten by the console bug, yeah. and... Well, I have a hard time with the controls on PC. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't mind giving it a try sometime, yeah. But because uh, I love a challenge. But, yeah. gosh, I'm so used to the controllers. Right. But I think nowadays with the computers, you can actually... Yeah, you can hook up a controller. Hook up a controller. Yeah. Pretty soon we'll be able to just use our minds. Just our minds, yep. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Cerebro, that'll be the next game system. That'll Xbox be it. Cerebro. Oh, VR is going to look like nothing we're already in vr right now yeah, i know oh. oh my gosh we're in the <laughs> matrix but hey look this was a quick run yeah quick run through gaming i didn't even talk about half of the games i love to play right. so if there's any games that you want to share that you absolutely love playing or what systems are your favorite or anything we're wrong on or messed up on or you absolutely love let us know right we do the facebook the tweeter the Instagramming. The Instagram. Yeah, we're all over the place. We're all over the place. There's no reason yeah. not to follow us. Exactly. We, you might even find us on TikTok every once oh, yeah. in a while. Good Lord. <laughs> you can't get rid of us. No. What's we're, it come to? We're like a toe fungus. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Never awesome. been compared to a, a toe fungus before. Well, there you go. First like, time first for everything, time for everything. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Until next time, right? That's right. All right. Stay nerdy.